Welcome back to the Flex of Gold podcast. It is 1242 a.m. Yikes. Yikes. A little bit later than yesterday and mom is doing the dishes and we watched the three musketeers before going to bed. So that's cool. And uh, it's been a pretty good day. John 1516 is on the docket for today and I will read it. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. You know, I read from Doctrine and Covenants 121 a little bit today, and it's about a lot about like the priesthood and the Lord like setting you apart for callings and stuff. And something it says in there is that the rights of the priesthood are inseparably connected with the powers of heaven, and that the powers of heaven cannot be controlled nor handled only upon the principles of righteousness. And also says that there are many called, but few are chosen. Why are they not chosen? Because their hearts are set so much on the things of this world, right? And so it makes me think of like so many times where we get called or we feel pushed or helped, maybe not necessarily pushed, but helped to do something beautiful or do something good. And then we don't really want to do it or we struggle. I talked with a friend earlier this week about the Amorites and how the Lord had kind of prepared the Amorites' land to get destroyed and then, you know, the people didn't take advantage of that and trust the Lord and they didn't see the goodly land that the Lord had prepared for them. And so it just kind of makes me think of this... This... uh, (laughs) This com- everything just comes crashing. Down. It just made me think of this comment that I've been writing down because I do so much writing and all this other stuff, but made me think about like how when the Lord chooses you, like that's that's it, you know. And there's a reason why He chose you, and it's because of your weakness, it's because of your strengths, it's because of everything about you, it's because of your vulnerability, it's because of what you could potentially become in the future. I made a video on the old Tanuki Toe team channel. And it talked about like Luigi, like in the paper Mario thousand year door game, Luigi was set on this specific mission for himself. Right. And that's a very small example, but like when you get chosen for a job or for, you know, a date or something like that, there, there's a reason for that. And especially for like marriage, which is obviously farther down the road, but yeah, I just think that's really good. And it's important to remember this. Like I remember like reading this in my teens and being like, wow, like, this is a pretty powerful thought, like how he's chosen us, right? That's just so powerful to me. So, yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Yeah, I think it's really cool because it makes me think about the apostles and how Christ chose them and how, like, Simon, Peter, he was, and um, John and some of the others, they were fishermen, and Andrew, they were all fishermen, and... They weren't like rabbis or preachers. Like they didn't have really that background that you would think would be needed, but God chose them and Christ chose them. And then like Matthew, he was a tax collector. Not many people liked him, but God chose him. And I think in God has chosen us in helping others. And I think that can give us a lot of courage and maybe a little bit of understanding how much God sees that we don't see in our lives and who we can be in our potential to be great people. I think it's the big, one of the big parts about like getting a calling or getting any kind of like help is you have to trust that the Lord sees something that you do not currently see. And 
until we're able to trust that, we're just going to be grasping for straws or we'll be looking for reasons why we're not enough. And Satan, of course, will put thoughts in our minds and stuff. But the Lord is always going to remind us that we're doing great and that we're doing okay and that there's obviously things we can improve on. But overall, we're doing a good job. I think of like watching General Conference and maybe there's times I'll watch General Conference and I feel like, oh, man. But generally, like especially at this last conference, I thought of like all these different things like, wow, like – like the spiritual poise talk was so good. I haven't talked about any of the general conference yet, which is really sad, but I'm going to do that soon. But I love to talk about spiritual poise, about how remembering the eternal perspective, like helps us have spiritual poise and just be patient in the storm and stuff. And the Lord choosing us, like that's a, that's like something that we, if we, continue to stand firm in the place that we're in and we just give them our heart and do what we can, then we can't fail. Like we will be okay. There's a lot of people in like the early days of the church and King Saul, for example, that kind of let the calling get to their heads or they just let their position get to their heads. And so they didn't rise up. They didn't ascend. You know, I think of stake presidents or other people that get released and then they get called as nursery workers and it's not a descending at all it's not a lower calling it's all ascending it's all learning it's all building off of each other and yeah just recognizing that and loving that like there's a time and a place and the lord is moving us all around because he loves us and he's chosen us and he understands us yeah and we're chosen by god for great work and to it's like God says in Jesus Christ, they say, this is our work and our glory to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. And it's to bring to pass us being able to live with our Heavenly Father, with our elder brother, Jesus Christ, again, and to be with our families and to have that joy with our families. And in God choosing us, there's also a power that comes in us choosing Him. And there's... Um, I think it might be in like either. It's when um, what is his name? I can't remember. But he's he's talking, Enoch. Yeah, he's talking to God, and God is weeping, and he's like, "What's wrong?" And he's like, "These my people, like, they haven't chosen me, and like they've rejected me." And there's so many people that have rejected Christ, like in his life, and that still do so by choosing God like it's a tough thing but there's so many great blessings that come from it and we know like that God is with us when we choose him and that he can strengthen us and they that be with us and with God are more than the opposition that's going to come at us I like that. And it goes along with something else or in Doctrine and Covenants 121 about how or 122 actually in the Lord's comfort to Joseph Smith about how the enemy's bounds are set. They cannot pass. And that is something I've really learned over the last couple of years is that the adversary has about as much power as we give him. And that really is it. And so we just have to be patient and recognize that as crazy as it is, the Lord and Satan are both fighting over our souls at the same time, all the time, helping us to make choices, helping us to not necessarily helping us, but the Lord's helping us. Adversary is always trying to hurt us or lead us in the wrong direction or mostly just, I think a lot of it is just wasting time. I really don't think it's like really that, Hey, go 
drink or whatever it's usually like hey watch another episode of this because you don't have anything better to do or you don't like you you can don't you don't and i mean i feel like we do this a lot ourselves we don't really need his help like we don't really need satan's help to really do bad i feel like there's just a lot of things that prey on our human frailties as bad as it like already you know and so he doesn't really have to do that much he just yeah i think there's a thing there's like the adversary or like the devil rejoices when good men or good people do nothing and there's it's easy to do nothing or to be lazy but even just taking power like steps forward even if it's small steps forward and doing good that's doing a lot and helping you come closer to god and just even just bettering like your your mental state and your emotional state and doing good can really bless your life a lot. Yeah. I met this guy on my mission that super cool guy, super special guy. He probably has passed away by now. He's one of those just special spirit people, you know, kind of thing that I don't, I probably won't be able to talk to him again, but he's a really cool guy. And he, he wrote this book. I could probably read his book or I'll try to have a link in the show notes if I can find it. But it's basically called about how to, how to drive the devil nuts. And, and it, the book it all just comes around this concept of just being joyful and being happy. And Elder Holland talked about this in his talk in Praise of Those Who Save that the marriage rarely, rarely fails when both the husband and the wife are happy. So, you know, do things to make each other happy. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all I have there, but there's, there's a lot of power in just doing those little things that add to our joy. I mean, even just like today, I was going to play Settlers of Catan or not today, yesterday now, cause it's technically Sunday, but they're like playing Settlers of Catan and I just thought I should go on a walk. And so I did, and I ended up just dancing around in the parking lot at the park and just vibing by myself and listening to some music and writing some notes and it was good. And that's like something that like I did for me that I chose for me and I just enjoyed it. And yeah, I was just an agent and I was just vibing and it was good. So yeah, when the Lord chooses you, it's, uh, it's the real, it's the real deal, man. It's the real deal. He sees the eternal potential in all of us. So yeah. And I think one thing that, uh, I need to remember, and I think we all need to remember, is God has chosen you, like, for who you are, and, like, your personality, and, like, your quirks, and who you are. You don't have to, like, assimilate and become, like, a, a bland person. Like, you can still be yourself and love God, and... God knows us and our personalities and our likes and our dislikes and who we are. And he knows that better than we do even. And he wants that and he wants us with him to be together. Yeah, it makes me think of that quote from C.S. Lewis that the putting on of Christ is not letting like not losing self it's it's gaining self it's like putting on our true identity like who we actually are and that's really powerful to remember that and yeah just being able to do that is really powerful and it's really sweet and something that the lord wants for all of us so 
think that's good. I think it's a good place to stop. But thanks for listening. And uh, remember, we're really tired. But you don't have to remember that. Um, remember, to, did you have any other thoughts you wanted to say? No, no. You're good. Okay. No. Just remember that the Lord has chosen you for a great work and he loves you and has a plan. And uh, yeah, remember the flexibility pickup today will shine for you today, tomorrow, and forever.